Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, guys. Welcome to Hot Rods and Happy Hours. Rob Pitch, your automotive host with the most. In the studio, as always, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hours financial analyst slash numbers guru. The professor himself, Richard Hoskins. What's going on, everybody? In honor of our special call-in guest tonight, how about a shout-out to the LBC? Long Beach, California. And I know what you're thinking. A guy that sounds like me got that thick southern draw. I want to tell you something. I grew up on Snoop Dogg. I know all about LBC. <laughs> That's all you need. Sublime and Snoop Dogg. That's, That's all right. you need to know. Jesse James, the end. <laughs> I'm telling you. And then, of course, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hours Legal Counsel slash all around cool car guy. It's Miller time. Kobe Miller. What's going on, Ruff? I don't even know if that's copyright or not, but you know we're going to run with it. <laughs> Why not? We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do it till he tells us to we're stop. Gonna, we're going to find out next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, either we're going to get a sponsor or we're going to get sued. One of the two. All right. And then, of course, we have the man, the myth, the legend, Bonafide Tim Greer in the studio. Hello, everybody. And then, of course, we have Sean from EMF, Autos and Audio. I have returned. Both of them. <laughs> All right. So, you know, how's everybody's week been? Other than wet. Busy. 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 Bu- yeah, I, I understand busy. You know, driving in, the, we're right now in the Carolinas, we are having, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Torrential. There, there a, you go. A deluge. It's I don't a, know what everybody... It's, I, a lo- it's a lot of damn water. I know that. Yeah. It's literally making me uncomfortable because I can't swim. Like, it's getting deep uh, in spots. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you when step into a water puddle and, like, it goes to your knee. When they say raining cats and dogs, this is raining cows and... Horses <laughs> and yeah. stuff. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. It's a little past kittens and puppy dogs at this point. Exactly. It is. It is like, like Mother Nature, I don't know what we did to make you mad, but we're sorry. Yeah. I'm doing that husband thing. I'm sorry... And I just you know, anything I can do, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I mean, I don't know if I need to go to like watch some HGTV or go to Steinmart with whatever we need to do. Please but stop, stop the rain. raining. I hate this. First of all, this isn't car guy weather. No. Second of all, I have used more shop vacs and mops and squeegees in the last 24 hours than I care to mention. I'm with you. I'm 100 percent with you. You know what I'm saying, and I, and I, I'm I'm just like, you know, it's like Kobe's over here working on the on the warehouse. I get the phone call. It's like Mother Nature, can't you see we're trying to build a clubhouse, and your rain is messing everything. We're working inside. This should be dry work, yeah. but because of you, it's not. Exactly, and I, I was like, I was panicking really. I was like, that, bring me everything you got. Bring me everything you got. So I don't know if Kobe's swimming over there. We need scuba gear. We need a mop. What we need. But thank goodness, I think we got it addressed. But the weather is crazy. I mean, it is insane right now. And I tell you what's crazy about this weather: it makes you notice things like you see an old car riding around and how dim the headlights are, or how dim the taillights look in heavy rain. 
Yes. That that's something you notice. Or the idiot that's riding around with no headlights. Or the scariest thing, how fogged up the windshield is. That is too. That's a, that's <laughs> another one. You hot breath fogging up the windshield, so you got the window cracks, and now you're getting wet going down the road. But I tell you, have you ever noticed that every car that doesn't have headlights on is usually gray or silver? I have never noticed that, but now I'm going to have to try to observe that. It is. You're going to notice it that every time you see a car with the headlights off during the rain. Is a gray or silver car, which makes it even worse. Yeah, because you can't see them to begin with. Yeah, then... that's. I, I've never understood the logic with that. I had a friend tell me that several years ago, and now everyone I see, I'm like, it's one of you. <laughs> it's one of you. We are pointing you out in your funeral home gray car. It's not a GM product because they have automatic headlights. But. Then, then the question is, do they use their turn signals? Like, do you see those, or do they not use their turn signals? Either? You know what? That don't bother me as bad as the ones that run their headlights in the rain. That don't bother me. Like a no turn said, I'm a little guilty of that myself. I'm that guy. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm that guy. I'm sorry. I admit it. I can't be that guy. You're, you, oh, I know you. I, I tell you what. I've had Sean following me in Atlanta. I cut off three lanes of traffic, and he still uses a blinker following me. I know. We were, he we uses were laughing. A, he used, it's like he's reading my mind. He knows which direction I'm going. He's using his blinker. Do, 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 do. Hey, you may pull me over for doing 140 miles an hour. You will not pull me over for failure to signal. Well, I'll get, I'll get, the, I'll get the signal ticket for us. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm the worst at using my turn signal. You do use your turn. You're no, the, I'm the don't. worst. Not. Yeah, I'm. 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 See, me and Cub. That's why we get along so good. We just. We share like. <laughs> We're you know, outlaws. Yeah, like like we have a we have a, we have a truck with three hundred fifty thousand miles on it, and it's got like three miles on the turn signal. You know what I'm saying? If that. If that. Like it's still like fresh when you click it. Like. <laughs> yeah. The doors are falling off. <laughs> but the wind. Yeah. It still has like the label hanging off of it. The turn signal. That's it. I, I'm. I am the worst. When you go to sell it, all original light bulbs. <laughs> exactly. I've never, I've put 1,300 sets of headlights in. Never change a turn signal above Nair 1. Nair 1. You know what, though, on routine maintenance stuff, I don't think I've ever burned out a turn signal bulb in my life in a car. I don't think I have either. I don't think I ever have. I've bought cars that had those no, not bought, working. Yeah, I bought them already not working, but as far as like, man, I got to change the turn signal bulb. I've never had that issue. You know, we're sitting there talking about turn signals. It was last year, year before, loading up, you know, hot rods on the trailer, going to, you know, run to the sun or one of them shows. And a buddy of mine's like, check your turn signals. I said, for what? He said, <laughs> he said on the trailer. I said, hell, I won't use them anyways. Yeah, it well, don't that, matter. Does the brake lights work? That's the, the only time I, I, that's the only time I use my turn signals is when I'm checking my <laughs> lights on my trailer. So just in case <laughs> I have a change of heart, they will work, but I'm not going to use them. When you see that 20-foot trailer start swerving, you know I'm getting over. <laughs> That's it. That was your warning shot. Next, I'm coming over. Yeah, I, I am bad about not using turns. Horrible, horrible. Anybody rides behind us, <laughs> I heard about you. You also know it's difficult following behind you because I have to anticipate where you're going because you're not telling me. I like to add a degree of difficulty in the trip for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, anybody can use a blinker and you know where I'm going. I like to throw you off, and especially me in Atlanta. You know, you know, like your GPS, how it works, it tells you. You turn, and you get in the wrong lane, so you go left. Then you go right. Then you go back left with no signals. See, that's like when, when uh, Sean was following us in Atlanta, and I was driving or whatever. I was in the far right lane. Well, the GPS all of a sudden says, left turn ahead. I cut across three lanes of traffic and turn left, no turn signal. Sean, I see him back there trying to get over, get Blinker over. Blinker on. He is such a responsible driver. <laughs> I cut across all the traffic. I totally I stopped watching out of the windshield to look out the rear view to see what he's doing. 
hang on, Sean, we're going across three hey. lanes of traffic going the wrong way. Hey, as long as I can see you, I'm right there with you. You are. I mean, that's the thing. You're good. You're a good like follower. You got that. Like you've got it down. You'd be a, you'd be like the awesome guy like for tailing a suspect. But like you were talking about safety stuff, I do like. That's one of my pet peeves with with you know classic cars. I do like updating the tail lights and the headlights, even though I don't use turn signals. So I leave them bulbs out. But like the LED tail lights. <laughs> but I like my tail lights and my headlights to work good. <laughs> but you know, you got good LED tail lights and good LED headlights. headlights. I like being able to see where I'm that. going and people see me stop, but I ain't worried about them seeing me turn. But that's, you know, I mean, you know what I'm saying. That's like two out of three ain't yeah. bad. You know what I mean? And I love LED dome lights. I love, in, I love LED. There's nothing better than when you open the door on, on a dark yeah. evening and it just lights up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everything is right in the world. It may not start, but you know what? Them dome lights come on. That's it. I uh, remember in... Uh, the quarters may be falling off of it, <laughs> but you know what? The lights in, are working. In 2000, when I got my CRX, I remember the dome light in that. was it, it was barely enough. Like, you could see you had seats. You could kind of get to it. Like, it was okay. In the cargo area, it wasn't lighting up anything. Upgraded to LEDs, and this was even, you know six or seven years ago when they first started coming out and these things are so ridiculous now it lights up the entire interior with that one bulb oh yeah led technology has come so far so far we've got we've got a great calling guest speaking of led technology this guy is like the mac daddy of leds like like seriously like i don't want to give too much away we already kind of gave away his town and all that we got a great calling guest guys stay tuned we got more hot rods and happy hour head your way Right here on 1063 WORD. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast
All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. In the studio, as always, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hour's financial analyst slash numbers guru, Richard Hoskins. What's going on, everybody? And then, of course, we got Kobe Miller. Hot Rods and Happy Hour's legal counsel slash our cool car guy. Now, Kobe, you got a cool shout-out for us. Yes, I do. It is uh, Jessica and Adam Lawson from Perry, Ohio. They... They have uh, been sending That's me. That's better than Perry Correctional Center. <laughs> Way better. All them weird letters they get from there. Guys, keep listening. We need you, but I'm just saying. You just ruined the next shout out. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all. Don't Everybody drop soap. on cell block D. The professor says, What's up? Yeah. <laughs> don't drop soap. <laughs> don't yeah. <laughs> Note yourself. Oh, man. I love it. I do. Jessica and I also, they're awesome. I see them on the Facebook. Yeah. And, and, yeah. They're all over Hot see, Happy Hours page. I see, I see them on Facebook. I, lo- I love like, like, or like our regulars on there. You know what yes. I'm saying? Like, hey, I know those guys. Yep. Like, hey, I remember them. I, remember, I know, I know, I know who them is. <laughs> and then, of course, we have the driver of the fastest and the slowest Rambler in <laughs> Roebuck, Tim Greer. You know, the first time I heard the show, I was in Perry. <laughs> <laughs> Correctional. <laughs> that time. Yeah. Cell block oh, A. Damn it, there goes the next. Cell block A, not D. <laughs> maybe, maybe we can I hope do... y'all fellas are doing good out there. <laughs> Emissions. <laughs> you know. We the... miss you, Woogie. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's got a friend named Woogie inside. Everybody does. So, this is the thing. I wonder if we could, we could do one live like Geraldo Rivera from... Perry Correction. More like Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Hey, right that's like some Folsom Prism stuff. That's right. Her- oh, Rivera. I don't want to do anything like Gerardo Rivera. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course. Live from outside of Perry Correction. <laughs> Way outside of Perry Correction. <laughs> and then, of course, we got Sean from EMF Autos and Audio. And if you listen to his podcast, he'll tell you how to make a shank from a bar of soap. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't resist. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, but uh, Shiv Life. Is what the, is the name of that podcast? Shiv Life, you know. It shows you how to make how to make pretty fine quality shanks from household items. My favorite, the toothbrush. <laughs> well, I like it because it's dual purpose, you know. Right. And you, you can use it again. You can yeah. use it on your teethies, or you can defend yourself with it. Right. I mean, you know how many times I brush my teeth and want to stab somebody at the same time? <laughs> Hundreds of times. Every and time. on next week's episode, Tim's going to show you how to make. Wine out of nothing. <laughs> exactly. That's right. Make, make toilet bowl wine. So, okay. I know how to do that. <laughs> that don't surprise me. So, Professor, a lot like toilet bowl wine, you know what is a thing of the past? Let's hope for you, too. Halogen lights. Them bulbs. Yeah, I think we've come I mean, to LED it. technology. Yeah, think about it. They draw less power and everything. And, I mean, now you've got companies that are making all these cool LED lights and products now that you can do and, and not modify your car no. to the point. You know what I'm saying? Like, you remember back in the day, and, and I, I know Sean from EMF remembers this. I know Kobe because Kobe's older than everybody. But he I knows, ain't older than everybody. But – but you know what I'm saying? Remember when people used to put the aftermarket mirrors on their car? Or yep. like the mirrors off like something else on their car? And they're like yep. big and yep. stick out, you know, and all that stuff. But you got that's the only way you could have mirrors on a car that actually worked. Exactly. You know what I mean? That, that look like, that, I ain't going to say look cool, but you can look out of them and actually see something that you need to see out the back. Like old car mirrors are not designed. You know, like passenger, passenger side mirror. A passenger side mirror is merely... Kind of like it's an afterthought. So you don't look funny, yeah. you know. 
It's completely an afterthought. It makes it symmetrical. So you don't have one. It's really an option. There's a lot of cars. Well, in 1968, it was mandatory. Oh, okay. But till then, it wasn't. Although, actually, my 1990 CRX, when it uh, came from the factory, did not have a passenger mirror. Really? Hmm. That's up with that. It may, and it may be, I know Mark Lights were 68. I think 68 it, was driver. His neighbor also yeah. is missing a mailbox, but uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, I, bought, I, bought a several, I bought a CRX missing a mirror, too. Mine was a driver's you know, mirror, though. It got knocked off. You know, it yeah. might have been the driver mirror. I, think, I, I immediately put a mirror on it right after I got it. And talk about being a bare-bones car. That thing didn't have windows in it. Hell, it didn't even have mirrors on it. It, it, it. I would say that it had power options, but even the engine was not a power option. It was 62 horsepower. It was the bare bones fuel efficiency model, like it, it had nothing. So what it. drew you to this? I wanted a CRX. It was appropriately priced, good on gas. They're fun to drive. Like even the slow ones are still fun to drive. That's the kind of like a moped. It's fun to the ride. The SI is the fast one. The other ones, what the H something. The the There's DX is H- in the middle. Oh, DX. And That's then the HF, HF was the very bottom. Yeah, HF. HF. Which is, if you're going to do a motor swap like I did, it's also the lightest model by 400 pounds. Not 400, the, but yeah, 1800 on the uh, HF and then 2200 on the SI. Maybe close. Well, the so professor's like, yeah, I'm going to smack it's you. It's according to who you dating that night. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I want to tell you something. If she's a big chick and you got the HF model, you're in trouble. Yeah, th- there was not much torque in that motor either, so you, yeah. you have a lot of going power. You had to rev her up and drop I, that clutch and hope for the best. Diesel, I had a diesel rabbit that way. <coughs> I had to turn the air conditioner on to climb the hill in Whitney. And that's the gods on his truck. The on. air compressor on it was bigger than the motor. Choke it down when you turn the air on. Yep. Uh, you know, the, I've never been a big economy car fan like that. But I don't know. I just like I don't. I, I just never been drawn. Like like what makes you want a CRX? Like Professor would want a CRX, but he also owns a Cordoba. So I'm well, just throwing that. Well, out also there. remember I'll trade the Cordoba for a nice CRX. I bet you would. I'll trade a Cordoba for a not very nice CRX. Oh, you would trade the Cordoba <laughs> for the coronavirus right about now, okay? <laughs> Anybody got a six pack? He'll trade the. Coronavirus. I don't know. Uh, I read that uh, alcohol kills the coronavirus, so I say, bring you, it on. You should be safe. <laughs> Now, a consideration, I did buy that car 20 years ago. So and that still that, don't make it cool. That was in my younger days. Yeah, that don't, Can you blame it like young and dumb is what you're I saying? Mean, well, well, I, I was a teenager at the Youth. time. Who can you blame it on? Uh, I mean, what what brought you Were to you that taking cool? questionable substances when this happened? I was not. I wasn't even drinking. I was 19. So that, I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. That don't, that don't really slow it down. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> well, I have to say the choices he made at 19 was a lot better than mine. Well, I'm with you there. I'm with you there, but I mean, there again, I mean, I'll be honest with you. You know, Charles Manson's choices at 19 were better than the ones you were doing. So I'm just saying. I'm sorry. I'm just you that, like you're I, that I, guy. I want to go ahead and apologize to everybody that knew me when I was 19. You're guy. You're the guy that my mom warned me about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. And I and, and I'll be like, this is my buddy. You know, <laughs> but 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 don't worry, Richard. Rich, I took Richard to meet my mother. When? This past weekend, he I'm, met my I've mom. I've known your mother for years. And my mom's like, Richard, like, she walks out of the room, and he's talking about cell block D and things. And and then my mom comes back in, and he's like, hey, Mrs. Pitts, I, like, want to choke him. <laughs> <laughs> he is such a good guy. He's so he's such a little gentleman. That's what I like about that, Richard. little cover-up. She's right. I'm very polite. You, and you're your mother, something. And your mother is an angel. She's a saint. Oh, I'm telling you, it's it's an all big act. But I'll I, I tell you what's not act. 
is our calling guest we got coming up. I can't wait to talk to him. You're going to have a good time. We're going to be talking about LED lights. we got all kinds of cool stuff coming up, and I am stoked about it because I want to tell you something. If you're a man, you like things that light up. Yep, light up your life. They light up your life, and they light up the road, the highway. Guys, stay tuned. We got more hot rods and happy hour headed your way. Right here on 1063 WRD. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's gonna go! Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts, your automotive host with the most. You know, I was telling you guys that I had a special call-in guest, and I got a great call-in guest. You know, the company that this guy works for, they make so much cool stuff. And if you're like any other hot rod guy, we're all fascinated with things that light up and glow. And David at United Pacific knows these things well. David, welcome to the show. Thank you, Rob. Glad to be here. You know, we were talking about LED lights and safety and things like that. And the thing that I love about United Pacific and their products is all the the cool lights. We were just talking about this. All the cool lights that you guys offer for all these cars. And there's no modification. These are just direct replacement. These are literally, and in hot rodding, this is not, this is said a lot, but very rarely does it happen. Plug and play. Yeah, our classic LED lighting line is designed for the collector car market. So if you've got that 69 Camaro, that 68 Vet, that 70 C10 Chevy truck, or even a 32 Ford hot rod. We make a brand new taillight lens that looks original, like the day the car was built. But inside of it, we've designed a custom circuit board that is sealed in there. And when you buy the product from us, it's the LED and the brand new original looking lens together. Installs with a plug that looks like the base of a light bulb, the 1157 light bulb. It's that easy. It's like today's technology with the look of yesterday. Yeah, that, that's that's what we do at United Pacific. I'm the R&D director, so every day I get to come to work and dream up new ways to hide technology in classic cars for safety it. and visibility. Uh, we were just talking about the new uh, exterior mirrors that we make for the Chevy trucks and Broncos. Right. Now, now, tell us a little more about these mirrors, because I want to tell you something. An old car, a classic car, rather, with good mirrors is really... I'll be honest, I've never seen one that was that great. But you guys have something that really is changing the whole game with mirrors. Yeah, uh, you know, on the classic cars, you know, back in the day, you, you bought a 65, 66 Mustang. Back in the day, in those, in those years, nobody had right-hand mirrors on their cars, no. passenger side. You know, the car, they didn't come that way, you know. Uh, some cars you could get some special order stuff or a dealer accessory. But fast forward to now, a lot of people, uh, you know, you got a Chevelle or a Camaro, you know, you can use the left-hand mirror on the right-hand side. You know, they're, they're, they look the same. So uh, putting the left-hand mirror on the right-hand side of the car leaves a lot to be desired because you're using a mirror that isn't designed. It looks great on the left. It works great on the left. But on the right, 
what we did is we added the convex wide-angle mirror with the optics that give you that view into the next lane. Just like your modern car, you know, objects in this mirror appear closer than they appear, right? Exactly. So so we've got that on there. We don't print all that words on the, on the lens, but you as the owner, you know you've got that mirror, and now you can safely see out of the right-hand side of your car. Which is huge, by the way, because, I mean, safety is always paramount. But it is so nice. You know, when you drive a collector car that, that doesn't have this mirror on it, that right-hand mirror is literally just for decoration. It is. It is just for decoration. And, and with the wide-angle optics in it now, it makes it fully functional. One other thing that we recently did is we've come out with a full line of mirrors with the embedded turn signal in the glass. So you don't see it till it comes on, but when you turn on your turn signal, the guy in the lane next to you and a couple car lengths back or right on your quarter panel, he's going to see that your turn signals are on because that red arrow is showing up in your mirror like a brand new Silverado truck. But see, and that's a big thing now. Now, you keep in mind, 1968, it was actually mandatory that all cars have side marker lights on them. And side marker lights help. But they're at each end of the car. So you have one basically on the front fender, and you have one at the rear of the rear quarter panel. But you have nothing. If someone's right there at your quarter panel, they can't see those. Yeah. So uh, if that guy's beside mirror. you like that, these mirrors actually let someone know, hey, I'm trying to get over. They do. And the beauty of this is collector car owners want a mirror that looks factory. They don't want some added-on light hanging off the side of their mirror, non-stock looking. Our mirror is 100% original until you turn on the turn signal and that arrow, which is hidden behind the mirror, shows through the glass. And when when it's off and you're at the car show, along with our LED taillights, you're nearly undetectable to somebody that's walking by your car and enjoying it as a classic. But, and and this is another thing too, because of these, LED lights and these mirrors and things like that. You make your driving experience so much more enjoyable. You do. You and, do. That, and that's the thing. You're going to find yourself driving it more because you feel more comfortable driving your car. You are. And there's there's one end of the car that is really important that we haven't talked about, and that's the front, the headlights. You know, you've got a, you know, 572 big block in your 69 Camaro, right? You're hauling ass down the road, but you're overdriving those seal beams that are in that car, the the headlight beams. You're overdriving it. Your eye, the human eye, with those old incandescent seal beams, the car is traveling faster than you're able to see. It has to do with the color temperature of the light, but but the main point is is that you're overdriving the headlight. When you convert to LED... Now you you can go down that country road and feel safe. Well, see, this is another thing, though. And, and people, this is hot rodding in general and, 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 and that hobby is, you know, you put you, you build this high-performance engine. You know, everything's big LS now or, or you know, big cubic inch engines or whatnot, Coyote engines, all whatever's hot. You know, whatever you're into, you build this high-performance engine. Well, naturally, you're going to put high-performance brakes on this thing to stop it. You need the high-performance lights to keep up with it. 
definitely. And, and that's uh, another thing with LED technology. It's come so far now that that you can, you know what I'm saying? Because that's that's always, I mean, I, mean, I grew up, I'm a third generation hot rodder, and I will never forget, this was, I'm showing my age here. My grandfather had a 1940 Chevrolet Coupe that he absolutely loved. And we built this car from the ground up street rod, and they used to make these hella headlights. And they were like for like the off-road trucks back in the day. Yeah. And we yeah. used to run those for headlights and those things. Probably because he was half blind to begin with, but we used to run those. And and it, and his favorite saying is, "It's pretty bad when you got to strike a damn match to see if your headlights are burning." Yeah, I mean, and yeah. I mean that's the thing. And now, you know, he passed away you know several years ago. But I see all these lights now. You know, all the LED options with headlights. He would be, have a field day with this. There's no excuse to have it. You well, know, that's uh, the thing. It's there. It it's there. Um, the uh, the pricing is affordable on them. They have great warranties on them. Uh, there, there's just no excuse to have it. And, you know, I'll throw this out there. You know, uh, you go to any NHRA uh, event, you know, you don't see an alternator on the car because it's robbing the car a few horsepower, right? Right. Well, LED lights use... <laughs> this, is, this is stretching it a bit to get somebody into LED lights, but you know, you've put all this performance on your car. The lights contribute to the performance too, because they draw so much less amperage oh, than yeah. the original glass light bulbs that are in there. That uh, you know, maybe that's the reason for a guy want to save a few, you know, a few horsepower on his engine and convert to LED lights. Yeah, I mean, there's, there there really is no disadvantage to it. And now with companies like United Pacific that are making these options where they have the right look and perform like you want them to. Absolutely. Um, the uh, uh, front parking lights we also have for the car. Plus, we make a wide range of off-road lights for Jeeps and 4x4 trucks and, and Broncos. So that's, uh, that's well, also an option for LED. That's a, you know, and that's a really big segment now. That, that, that is growing crazy. You know, every year we go to SEMA, and, you know, you always kind of see what the trends and how things are changing. And I've noticed in the last four, three to four years, the four-wheel drive market was huge in the later model. And now it's bleeding over into the classic car scene. And now you're seeing the K-Series trucks, the Blazers, and the Broncos. And, it, and, and I, I want to ask you to stick around in the next segment because I really want to talk on the Broncos and, and, and the C-10, K-10 stuff. But because this yeah. is really, really neat stuff. But that's the thing. These trends, it's so funny that now, so like the four-wheel drive market was, is huge. You, you've been to SEMA. You go outside and there's hundreds of lifted trucks. And now you're starting to see the classic four-wheel drives taking rain. David, hang tight. We got to take a quick commercial break. We got a lot more to talk about, friend. All right, guys, stay tuned. We got more Hot Rods and Happy Hour headed your way. Right here on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. We got David on the line from United Pacifics. Now, we were talking about all the LED lights, and just before we went to this last commercial break, we were talking about Broncos. And now, before we were on there, we were talking about all the stuff you're making for Broncos. These things are huge right now. You watch Bear Jackson. You watch any of the auctions. Like I said, if you were at SEMA, four-wheel drive is where it's at. 
Yeah, the 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 Bronco and the and the K five Blazer, they're hot right now. Our company, United Pacific, we've actually manufactured every body panel of the Bronco. So our customers and dealers can buy everything to actually build a brand new body because as you know, they rusted everywhere. Yeah, there was there's no such thing, I think, as a rust free Bronco. It's like, it's, it's so funny. I was joking around with a guy the other day talking about rust-free Broncos. I said, they're like unicorns. Everyone's heard of it, but nobody has seen one yet. Yeah. The, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the big secret is in classic cars is, you know, what's it going to cost for me to get that paint job on my Bronco, right? And you start throwing hours at rust repair, and it, one thing leads to another and leads to another, you might as well just be replacing whole sections of that body and saving the labor time to get the paint or just buy a new body. Well, this is the thing that a lot of people, you don't save money. I mean, you know what, there, you know, there's panels that, that are easily repaired and there's panels that it's not that can be repaired, but it doesn't make good financial sense at all at a body shop hourly rate. And I'll be honest with you, at the end of the day, by replacing it, you have a better product because there's less filler in it. There's less everything being done on a new panel versus trying to make an old panel work. Right. You know, uh, that's what I do every day. We have a whole fleet of vehicles here that we've exchanged every panel from the original vehicle. So when we develop a new panel, we make it to the original spec. And that's not just lip service. Everybody knows the the offshore foreign-made panel, and they try to put it on their 73 Chevy truck. And for, they deal with it for hours and end up just putting the original fender back on it and fixing the rust on that. Our panels, you know, it's 2020 now. We don't do that anymore. The 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 panels fit right out of the box. If you need the rear corner of your Bronco or C10 or you need everything, it all fits, gaps nice, and you save so much money at the body shop. Well, and, and that's the big thing is, is, is body parts in general, all this stuff has come so far. You know, before it was very hit or miss. You know, you had to be a body man to fit some of these panels. But now, with companies like United Pacific and things like that, you got a replacement body panel that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. It's brand new. It's e-coded, ready to go, and bolt on the vehicle. Yeah. Uh, we, you know, in my department, R&D here at United Pacific, we use SolidWorks, you know, the CAD software, and we actually check that that door fits the body before we cut the tool. We can simulate it on screen and make sure that we have all the dimensions that we're about to cut a big, expensive stamping die and make sure that it fits. And that's the, that's the benefit of parts that are made today versus 25 years ago in the collector car market because they didn't have the benefit of having the computers and technology to make sure the parts are going to fit correctly. And at United Pacific, we have all of that, and that's what we do. Well, and that's, that's, that's another way that technology is just making the hobby even better. And, and because of that, things are more precise. And you've got body parts. You've got replacement body parts for 50-year-old vehicles that fit like day one. Yeah, our 32 Fords, we built that whole thing. All the tooling on that was designed on computer. We actually, since we're a licensee of Ford Motor Company, when we did the 1932 Coupe, we had access to their archives and got copies of their original engineering prints, which we used on our CAD software to design the tooling to stamp those panels out. 
So even on a vehicle that's 80 years old, you could buy a quarter panel from us and fix it. Like It's like you went back in a time machine to 1932 and bought a new quarter panel from the dealership. That's what our parts fit like. But yeah, and that's you know that's that's the thing. You know, I had a I had a thirty two Ford Roadster, high boy that was my baby. And you know, other than being the probably the most worthless vehicle I ever owned to drive, very small car, very small, not a very comfortable car. I'm six foot two, two hundred twenty pounds. I'm a bigger guy, so it's not designed for me. But hands down, the most iconic hot rod ever made. Just the look. It is. But thirty two. But you know the is, the, the, is the car. Yeah, it is. That is that is the textbook definition of a hot rod. Period. The thing is, though, with that car, is you know Henry Steele. Those cars aren't out there. Thirty two was a one year car, and you know that that's the thing. I mean that there there was only a handful made to begin with. You know, especially of desirable you know coupes and roadsters and things of that nature. But because of companies like United Pacific. You can buy a brand new thirty-two Ford steel body. Yeah, come it'll come right to your door in a in a steel crate too. Uh, uh, it it it's an easy way to build your dream hot rod and get going. You know, build that chassis, build that engine, that drivetrain, and mount the body and get straight to hot rodding. You're not fixing rust constantly not chasing rust for years months and months of and months. damage. Yeah, the same holds true for your Bronco. You know, if you want a brand new, you want a Bronco now, and you want it the way you want it. You want a Coyote in it. You want whatever it is you want in it. You want want the new Cummins diesel in it. That's a great piece, by the way. Uh, You can call up a number of companies. I'll I'll drop some names. Uh, TCI, Roadster Shop. You can go to Roadster Shop and order a Bronco chassis ready to go off-roading. Brakes are on it steering, everything, you could have all the parts from United Pacific to build a brand new body, a few months of fabrication, and you've got that whole thing um, built up, pre-built, in metal, ready to go out to be painted and start having fun. You've got a five-year project that just got turned into six to eight months. Literally six to eight months. You mentioned SEMA a while ago. The Bronco that was in our booth at SEMA we built that body in April, and the truck was in, 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 in SEMA, in the booth, driving in, done, on November 1st. Wow. That's insane. I got another one. It I was heard, a lot I, of work. Oh, well, I promise we you. We weren't chasing rust. Well, th- that's the thing. That saves you time. That saves you time. When you're going on with new things, the pace is a lot more rapid. Period. Yeah. I mean, it's just easier. You know, I heard you mention this, and I love getting everybody's opinion on this. And like I said, I'm 40 years old. I love, I love hot rods. I was born into this. I had no other choice. And I heard what you said. You heard, I heard you mention the Coyote. And then you talked about the four-cylinder Cummins. Did you ever think the diesel world would be involved in hot rodding? No, not at all. I mean, years ago, there's there's been guys at a building, you know, a C10 and putting a, a Cummins in it, right? You've seen, you seen that every once in a while, but now it's yeah, becoming, it, I ain't going to say the norm, but it's it's more popular than ever. It's a crate engine now they offer. They offer a couple crate engines with 50-state smog certification. 
right? Emissions. Who would have thought that you could do that? Of course, you can do that with GM with their V8. Oh yeah, they they sell that they sell the crate E rod engine. It's the engine, the trans, the computer, the uh, catalytic you know catalytic yeah. converters, oxygen sensors, and most importantly that certificate that you just go when you go to register it, you hand that over, and it's like yeah, I know it's a 1970 C10 truck, but here's my certificate. It's got a brand new drivetrain in it. No hassles. I love it. Go down the road. I love it. David, we got to wrap this up. Tell us how to get, how to see all these awesome products the United Pacific has. The way I prefer you to do it is to find your local restoration shop and support them. They are a dealer for us. I guarantee it. So whoever it is that you shop with in your area, support them, number and, one. And, 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 and if they don't use United Pacific And if products, they don't, you can shop my website uh, and see all the part numbers. Um uh, we're at uh, www.upcarparts.com. Just run it all together. It's UP as in United Pacific. So it's upcarparts.com. All right. I love it. David, I want to thank you so much for spending some time with us and telling us about all the cool products the United Pacific has. Or just some of the cool you're, products. You're welcome, Rob. I look forward to SEMA. That's right, guys. We'll see you in Vegas. First round on me. Guys, Stay tuned. We got more hot rods and happy hour headed your way right here on 1063 WORD. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.